0: International Women's Day, celebrating the women at the HIT Network. Hi, I'm Gemma Fordham and I'm the head of the HIT Network. And today, to celebrate International Women's Day, we're talking to the wonderful women that we have on air as part of our network. And now, I'm joined by Abby Coleman from our Brisbane Breakfast Show. Hit. Hi, Abby. Morning. Now, we're going to keep this fairly quick because you've just let me know that you didn't express this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, and your boobs it. are hurting and we all know how that feels.
1: You know, it's the worst and then for some reason, I don't know why it is, you hear like a baby cry and you're like, normally I wouldn't notice and then all of a sudden you're like, ow. No, I'm still, because bra- I am breastfeeding, my son's only 14 your, weeks.
0: Your third child, yeah. My
1: third child and Beautiful I, I carry around a uh, industrial breast pump that I hired from the pharmacy and it feels like the first child I had, I had like a single pump and the second one I upgraded to a double pump and then I went, bugger this, I'm actually hiring a proper one. Industrial, does it still make that? <laughs> noise, I remember the noise that they make. I think the one time after the show we had a pre-record interview and I was like, you know what, I just, I have to express it's going to be okay and I didn't realise how noisy it was and I appreciate everyone in the studio pretending that it was okay but when we heard the interview you couldn't
0: actually play it because it was like, eh, 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 <laughs> eh, <laughs> eh <coughs> yeah. Well, we are, we actually have quite a lot of women here at work that breastfeed at work which I think is awesome and the way it should be but uh, yeah, we, I suppose when recording an interview it may be a bit tricky. <laughs> Maybe a little bit tricky, but no. How's it going having now had a third beautiful little boy? It's
1: different every time you have a a child. I think I'm more emotional with him than I have been with the other two and it's no different with the, the absolute love that you have for him. I don't know if it's a an appreciation of how quickly they grow, where first time around you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing, it's colic, it's reflux, oh my gosh, what is, it? you know, and you're going to the doctor and you just, it's that first time mum stress where you feel like maybe you're not doing a good enough job. And mm-hmm. then second child, I sort of relaxed into it and third child, I'm like, oh no, it, you know what, whatever the problem is, <laughs> he will grow out of it. And yeah. I just, <laughs> I appreciate him and you know how quickly they grow up. So I've been much more emotional uh, with him. But what's beautiful is seeing siblings. love a baby because I've got two boys who I thought they're not going to care about a baby. And when I first told them, they said the news was actually quite boring. Uh, So I was like, (laughs) awesome. I I was so jealous. I wanted to do a video and I'd recorded it earlier of, you know how Carrie Bickmore did a video of her telling her kids that she was going to have another baby and I saw her little girl was so gorgeous and her her boy was so excited and I thought, I'm going to get that moment. Uh, But my moment was... The opposite, where he's like, well, I think that's a little bit boring. And I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding? And I went, that's it. <laughs> and after, he looked at me, he goes, you seem disappointed. I said, well, you're not happy. He goes, well, why would I be happy that there's a baby coming in? <laughs> and I was like, well, other kids are. And he goes, mum, if you want me to record it again and pretend, I will. Uh... And I'm like No, mate, (laughs) no, 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 we're done, we're done.
0: But they've been amazing with him. They just absolutely love him, so it's been good. You and I were chatting about this only yesterday. I was was like, how tired are you? Because it's such – I mean, having three children – in itself is really tough I imagine I have two I can't even imagine three but to then partner that with Breakfast Radio and you're obviously getting up very early and you're a huge part of the show the production side of the show as well not just on air you have a lot of input in that so you must be hanging in there by a thread I don't know
1: (laughs) Breakdowns every every couple of weeks, but I think so many people do. It's just that whole juggling thing. I I probably have more time because I'm up breastfeeding throughout the night, so I'll look on my phone and you know I'll go oh I want to talk to this person shoot through an email. So I think everyone gets annoyed that they're getting emails at like one in the morning, going oh god she's up again. Uh, So I think that's probably (laughs) been (laughs) the worst of it. But I always say everyone at work, and this is the best network to work for. I say that that I just feel like it it just, is it's it's so good to work for as a, as a female. But no matter what workplace you do, you constantly have that impression when you're, you're at work that you don't have children. You try to pretend that because you want to be focused on work. And then when you're at home, you kind of pretend that you don't have a job because you want to be focused on the children. So it's always yeah. hard doing that balancing act. And no matter what you do, you always have this sort of mum's guilt where you feel like you're not doing a good enough job. And that's honestly the just the pressure that we put on ourselves and, I, you know, you you want to go, I want to be cooking the dinner I want to be doing this, I want to be doing that and you have to sort of sit back and go, Pugger it, some yeah. of it's not important. Because I talk to Stav and Matt who I work with who are absolutely amazing and I speak to my husband about it and they all give the same advice where I'll say to hubby if he's got to go away for work, I go, oh, but don't you feel bad that you're leaving the kids? And he's like, I'm not at the pub, I'm not at the casino, like I'm earning money for our family. There's nothing wrong with that and it's putting that in perspective where you're like, you know, it pays for things for the kids. It puts foods on the table. So rather than feeling guilty about it, we should try
0: our hardest to take a step back and appreciate what a good job we're doing. What does International Women's Day mean anything to you? And if so, what? And what are the issues that you still feel passionate about that we're not quite there yet in terms of making headway? I think differently about International Women's Day now
1: than, than maybe I did previously because I've always thought of it as, as we equal, equal rights. But I'll say the reason I feel different about it now is I'm raising three boys and it's, it's such a, a powerful thing to, for me to realise, um, I, I guess just to teach my boys... I, I want them to to learn how precious women are, and I want them to to learn that they should be respected and also give respect.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it that even at that age you you've got your your ones are quite little as well, is the importance of saturating their minds because they're so, impressionable at that age and and it's important. You know, I was this morning only, um, I was on the way here to work and I actually had to bring, I've got one of my kids here today. He said to me in the car, something about a policeman and I said, well, or a police woman, you know, Yeah. and he he was like, no, 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 only policemen. And I thought, Of all people, I can absolutely say that I am a believer in equality, and I try and think that in our household we try and make that clear. And you know, but it's amazing how I think even something like that, you go, Well, where did that come from? or clearly we're not doing it enough, or we've been not realizing that there's there's other things around them that are being said. But it's what we've learned, and we just never feel the need to correct it. See, I'm really funny with my boys
1: because I always give them a a skill associated with what they're doing. Like, I'll go, You know what? I really. I really loved how you were so kind. And I've noticed with a lot of their friends um, who are girls, they get told, oh, you're so pretty or you're so cute. I was like, it's interesting, isn't it? We keep saying that to, to, to little girls, like, you're beautiful. And we don't say it as much to boys. we so attach like, different skills. You're such a fast runner. So I'll never yeah. say to any of the little girls, I won't say you're beautiful, because I'm like, of course they are, but what is that going to achieve for them? Are they going to constantly go, it's important to be beautiful or it's yeah. important to look pretty? I always go, you know, and my my little girl always says that she's got a beautiful dress, you know, my um, my, this is my niece, I say, my little beautiful girl. And I always go, yeah, but what are you going to achieve in that dress today? <laughs> so it's just, it's God, I just, love I It's treating,
0: treating little girls and little boys in in the same way. What happens for you in terms of having support, you know, in your network of, I guess, girlfriends and, and males as well? In, you know, being able to be honest with people and share vulnerabilities. You know, we talk about the example you gave of Carrie Bickmore, I was only talking to her about the photo that she put up. I don't know if you saw it where she put up what Yeah, yeah, yeah and exactly. and the reality and the, the influx of messages she had after putting that up and she was saying stuff like that is her real life and that you know that's what you share with your girlfriends and how important that network is, you know, to to have have people that you can be vulnerable with and to tell the truth and not just put glamorous pictures on Instagram which is not a true representation of your life. Do you have people around you like that that you can be like that with?
1: Yeah, I have a a large group of girlfriends that we are. I've always been an oversharer, so I'm probably the one in our group that kicks off the whole um, open up share problems because we were just talking (laughs) about the other day where a friend of mine wrote an email in my group saying, oh, we just got a trampoline. I went on, I wet my pants. (laughs) And you just you go. It's things like that. You're like, no one talks about the damn pelvic floor, yeah. You're right? It's like yeah. it changes. And then she goes, I went through the supermarket and I looked at the amount of depends on the lawn And I thought that's so sad, isn't it? That so many go through it. So we have like this email chain where we will share a problem, and my friends either <laughs> hate it or love it. That I'll often bring it to the radio show because I'm course. like, that is a good point <laughs> that we just don't share it. And I think sometimes it just gives permission. We we get so caught up with trying to make sure every everything's okay, you know, it's all going well. So that when one person says that you go, "Oh my god, me too." Yeah, isn't it hard? And it makes you just feel more comfortable to know that someone else is going through it. Of course it does.
0: Now, I know that you've had a a, a really long career thus far in terms of you started young and you worked your ass off. I I can recall when you were you and I were both in the industry to begin with. And you know, has do you feel that you're at a point in your life now that you're comfortable with where you are and who you are, or are there still so many things that you feel like you need to aspire to? I'll always feel like I want to do more.
1: Always, you know. Now I look at it, I go, oh, I really want to get that podcast out, or I've really got to write that book. I. I am so much more comfortable with who I am. Sometimes I feel like I could bottle different emotions and give it to someone younger and go, you know what? You know how you're caring about that? It's not important. But that's just experience and also maybe having kids and realise what is important and what's not. So I feel so much more comfortable in myself and uh, able to back myself where previously I would have never been able to. Mm. But yeah, there's, I always, do you know, every year I will take time out to do one of those vision boards and on so many levels, I know how corny it is and how pathetic it is, but it's so, it's so much fun. I'm like, you get back
0: into doing scrapbooking and I can't, Wait, I've got so many questions about this. Hang on. So where does that, (laughs) no, I think this is awesome. Where does the, where do you put the vision board? Like where is it now? To say I'm a little bit more ambitious would be
1: an understatement. So it's actually a
0: book. Um, so I do like,
1: though, you know, they get those kids the big like butcher paper oh, yeah, style yeah. ones. So I'll cut out all these little paper um, things. Don't tell Carrie Bigmore, but she is on that because I just love her as a woman. So I'll I'll put on people that I admire just to remind myself if I go off track of you know how important those people are. I will put down maybe even house goals of how I want the house to end up looking. Yeah. I will put down pay goals in there as well. I um, decided that I was going to shave my Head for Leukemia Foundation, yeah. So I, I put that down, that. yeah. Um, and and how much I want to be able to raise, and I will just flick through it when I'm just feeling like, what am I doing? I was embarrassed the other day though, because um, we did have friends over, and I'd left it out, and you know, when you just go, <laughs> oh, it's so corny, because I think they just look at it and go, you you want to look like that girl in in the sweatpants, nice one. And I'm like, oh my god, how
0: embarrassing! But yeah, it's you know, not, you could all have a laugh. It's not corny. I think yeah. that's I think when you think about it that's what people do every day when they're looking on Instagram. Yeah, you're, true. You're, what you're doing is actually the old school way of doing it and probably far healthier way of doing it and understanding these are the things that are important to me and this is where I want to focus my energy and my time um as opposed to spending loads of time looking at people's lives on Instagram it's the same thing but it's at least bit, you're channeling yeah. yours in the in the right way. It keeps you accountable. I yeah. even put like relationship goals with my husband on there. Like I have to
1: go on date night once every month. And I just think sometimes when you see it and you you know life's got away from you, you go, oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, I You're haven't supposed supposed done do that. that. Yeah, yeah. And you and your you, you and your husband have been good at going away. And having just holidays, just you and he, without the yeah, kids.
1: Yeah. So the first time I did it was by accident because I was emceeing a charity gig and I was trying to get um <laughs> I was trying to get bids up for this holiday, <laughs> and I committed to doing it. And I thought, yes, you know, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna bid. Someone's got to go higher. And all the bids were written down. And I got a call saying, congratulations, you won. I went, oh, no, 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 There was people that were higher than me. And they said, yes, but there was 15 of those holidays up for grabs. So oh. <laughs> we've already deducted it from your credit card. I was like, oh. So it was an adult-only resort in Bali. So that yeah. was a, a forced time for us to go. And we were like, this is amazing. And I thought I would feel so guilty. The first night was just four nights. And then every year we decide to do a trip just us. And it's so good cuz you take time to to miss the kids to reconnect we even have a financial meeting when we're away so we're yep. committed to doing it once a year now
0: why my parents will still have the kids i think now we've got 3 i'm not sure i'll have to ask <laughs> it's a good reminder for people though you know it's important to reconnect with your partner and quite often even even if you don't have children just life sometimes in yeah. the realities of work means that you slowly you know disconnect so I've certainly learnt that from you, so I appreciate that lesson.
1: You know my my latest relationship goal thing? Okay, what is it? No, this is good. You know I always love hearing these. Uh, Because I do weddings, because I'm a marriage celebrant for friends, just because I love it, and I'm doing a few weddings and now when I do them, I will get each couple to write down the vows and it's just something that you promise each other and why you love each other and I'll give them a little bit of tips of how to write it. And now each time I do a wedding, I'll say to my husband, It's really beautiful. We should do it. And I thought, he's not going to do it. So we will write down different vows for each other. And I was like, couples don't do it. Once you write it for your wedding, you never do it again. And time changes. And it's nice to either look back at the vows that you did and just go, oh, that's right. I did say this. And to realize why you fell in love with the other person and to rewrite them. And they only have to be a paragraph. But if you stand opposite each other and Read them at first, you get the giggles, but you kind
0: of go, "This is really nice. It's kind of romantic." That I was just about to say, how incredibly romantic. Yeah, you're right. I I Mm. don't think people do that. I don't think you do after. Yeah, after.
1: Don't do it when you're angry, because once I wrote them when I was angry, I
0: was like, "Mm, "No, that was not a good idea." Oh, he's a good man, your Scotty. You've got it. He is, and he's. I know he's incredibly supportive. So when we talk about men, you know, championing women, I know he's probably been a big one for you in your life.
1: Yeah, it's weird when some people go, "Oh, does your husband mind that he works around your work, or you work full time and he works part time?" And I go. No. And I say that to him, I'm like, you sure you don't? And he goes, why would I care? That's awesome.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> absolutely supportive and comfortable. I think it's what works for every family is different and I think how brilliant that there are so many men now that are championing their partners who want to have a career and I think that's, that's the way it really should be. It's weird when you go to school pickup and you go, it's weird to think that years ago
1: it wouldn't have been equal but now when I go to school pickup, there is as many dads as there is mums doing the school pickup."
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I see that too. I wanted to just say to you quickly before we finish up, I wanted to mention about how you made the decision, as you said before, to shave your head because yeah. I think it's such a beautiful thing that you're doing and I thought you might want to mention why. And we I should did wake up at 2 in
1: the morning last night going, what am I doing? My hair is 50 centimetres long. Um, I've never you had long, short hair. You
0: have long blonde hair, beautiful hair.
1: Well, I, I love my hair. I don't really feel like it ever has a fat day. You know, when you feel like... Yeah, you've, yeah. Got, no, you've got great <laughs> hair. Uh, but I am shaving it off. I, many years ago, met a little girl who was battling uh, leukaemia, Bridget, and I uh, found out a couple of years later that the leukaemia had come back and I went to go and visit her in hospital and also at the Leukaemia Foundation Villages that put her and her family up. And it was a really hard visit one day and I remember getting back in uh, to the lift after of the Villages and I was like... Um, that she was staying in and I was like, you know what, just hire being whoever's up there, whoever you believe in, I don't know, can you just make her okay and I'll give back one day. So there was a little um, poster on the wall saying be brave and shave and I said I'm going to do that and that was many years ago and she's a beautiful, healthy 10-year-old and I thought now's Brilliant. the time that I should should do it. You know, you, just, you yeah. make a promise and it's something you've got to do. Yeah. So yes. I have signed up, and on the fifteenth of March, I'm going to be shaving my head. So if yes. anyone wants to support it, you just go to the Leukemia Foundation World's Greatest Shave and search Abby Coleman, and I'll come up.
0: Bravo to you for doing it! It's a very worthwhile cause. It's also a, a testament that you're a woman of your word. So thank you for for being so inspiring for the rest of us.
1: Thank you, and happy International Women's Day, there, everyone. International Women's
0: Day, celebrating the women at the HIT Network.